Hello, Seb. How are you? Hi, Ben. I'm great. How are you? Jolly good. What are, Yay. what are we talking about today? Well, I believe it's conspiracy land. I mean, theories. Ooh. Which one in particular did you want to talk about? Have you ever heard of uh, 9-11, mate? Oh, funny you should say that. Yes, I have. <laughs> Happened in I, 2001. I don't mean how Americans, like, uh, called for the emergency services. 911, But I mean, um, yeah, the 11th of September. Actually, I forget what year it was. See, that, that's even weird, isn't it, self? The fact that it was on 9-11. Like, because a lot of the... Um, that's the numerology side to it. There's a lot of the um, conspiracy theorists that get well into stuff like that. And uh, I must admit, it is quite seductive. There's a whole thing about looking at the time, 11-11. Have you ever seen that when you see the time? It's like 11-11. What's supposed to happen on 11-11 then? It's supposed to, I don't know really. It was so, I used to be well into this sort of stuff, as in researching it, believing it. I don't yeah. know how long, it, how long ago it was, five, six, maybe longer years. And that's part of numerology and it's finding... Like patterns of numbers which are everywhere and it's basically of cherry picking okay uh, it's I mean, st statistically these things are going to happen uh, and it's just the fact that you've noticed it and you sort of like uh, raise it up as some amazing event whereas you look at the clock all day and the chances that you're going to see it's just 11 11 it just it was, it's supposed to be a sign that you're on the right path spiritually something like that i can't remember. oh really <laughs> something like that yeah yeah, that sounds a little bit desperate. I mean, um, <laughs> numerology, like, uh, is this kind of bordering into uh, esoter esotericism? Or yeah, is it's very esoteric. Yeah. Wrapping things up in code and... Um, uh, it, it's just finding hidden meaning in things and then drawing sort of like irrational conclusions from it. Well, um, you know, we find uh, the number 13 unlucky. Yeah. I... I'm not sure if this is the case, but I, I noticed the other day, um, but the 13th apostle, the one that dobbed Jesus up, that was yeah. him. Yes, yeah. it, it, it might stem from that. It might stem from that. I don't know where it comes from. Um, but yeah, that's... Um, so, okay, so let's talk about... Yeah, I was going to say, no, we're, no. we're two and a half minutes in and we're fucking all yeah. over the place already. No, that's cool, that's cool. So we're going to talk about 9-11. Um, I think we've got slightly different views on it. Um, I did sort of like because I've looked into it a long time ago uh, I used to be at some stage a uh, 9-11 truther um, so I thought that there was some sort of conspiracy where it was to do with the government now I'm not now truther, my truther yeah it's a whole movement of people they're called 9-11 truthers um, who believe well there's actually a sort of like selection of conspiracies ranging from the most far out there being like it's lizards or uh, aliens who are causing, they're trying to shift the emotional energy on earth and control it so they can feed off the negative energy. Um, and they do that by like causing wars and stuff like that. I'm, I'm assuming we're just going to immediately disregard that. Um, <laughs> like, cause we, um, then there's um, other <laughs> yeah, ones I where it was actually a holograms, but, Oh, I think, yeah, the plane was a hologram. There was actually no real plane. These are some more far out. But I guess we're going to focus on the fact that there was a plane. It did hit the building. Uh, maybe the government were going to be involved in it for developing some sort of um, war in the Middle East. 
Yeah, it's um, called a false flag, isn't it? It's, it's a technique that's uh, been used throughout history, actually, to uh, yeah, yeah, I guess to that's start cool. to start wars, looking like uh, we've been attacked, we've been attacked. Basically, get, yeah. get the support of the public, generate fear, and then give uh, themselves license to go and raid someone else, or in the case of America, just continue their world policing thing. Yeah, I mean there was. Um... I think what there's a lot of people say that World War Two started with that. I think one someone Polish went and attacked someone in like a German camp, and uh, I think Pearl you mean World Har War Two or World War One. I. I can't remember, but I, I think I, it's I World War One. Yeah, it might be World War One. They claim was a false flag. There have been false flags. Yeah, like Pearl Harbor. I think Churchill kind of knew it was going to happen, but did he allow it? Or something, right. or he was like, let, like I don't know. There's a difference. He might, between... he might well have had his hands full fighting a war. <laughs> yeah, I think there's. Uh, uh, yeah, it's. Um, I've, I have swatted up on some stuff, but I mainly sort of like reminded myself on 9/11, like breaking down the sort of like e evidence uh, in adverted commas for the actual conspiracy theory. Um, but yeah, no, a lot of people, the thing is, it's not, it can't, the false, yeah, it's a false flag campaign, but they didn't actually use that. It was, um, I was trying to look at the timescales, the, 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 the invasion on Iraq war, it, so the invasion into Iraq was based on weapons of mass destruction and the fact that Saddam Hussein was a maniac, a genocidal maniac, killing his own people and he'd been doing it for years and he'd break, he'd broken loads of UN, there was, the thing is, there was no need to orchestrate such a, not for the government to do that, there was no need to do this and involve so many people because we would the people were supportive of it anyway. Well, uh, it, it was it was rather weird in that um, Bin Laden presume, assume, uh, claimed responsibility for it basically, and then it's like, okay, we're invading Iraq. Fuck you, Saddam. It's like, okay, well that that's that's a bit random. You've just been attacked by someone else, and now you're going elsewhere to sort of do other. But shit. that's the thing; it wasn't because of that. Like, so, yeah. the, it was claimed to be Al Qaeda. Uh, which was uh, yeah, which was Afghanistan, isn't it? They're based in Af yes. Afghanistan, I believe. But the Iraq War, all the dossier papers, it was nothing to do with 9/11. It was because um, I think there's I can't remember off the top of my head. Christopher Hitchens talks about this. There's like an international rules to do with like the United Nations about initiating war in other countries and like these yeah. rules you've got to stick to. Saddam Hussein had broken all of them. I can't remember all of them, but it was like. Having certain weapons that, that weren't approved, uh, mistreating your own people, which like, they never found the weapons. Atta today. Attacking, <laughs> attacking other countries um, around you. No, they didn't, and that's where my sort of the furthest I'll go is is that there was a benefit to this, as in oil and control and sort of like freeing the people. So also. But, one that's that's sort of um, brought up less is the is lithium. There's a lot of lithium under Iraq, and obviously yeah. lithium powers all our rechargeable batteries. So yeah. for us, it's pretty big shit. So that that was an intriguing kind of um, yeah addition I, to the oil. I think there were definitely some benefits, and some people did capitalise on it. I just think um, the reasons we did start off the the wars in the Middle East were from. It, it, I don't think it was actually to do with that. I think they're isolated events. I could be wrong. Again, I was limited to what sort of like research I could do. Um, but anyway, let's talk about actually 9-11. And because I think we disagree slightly on certain things. Um, so what's your, why don't you, what's your start? So maybe go through a few points and we can discuss them because I think there's some things I can talk specifically, maybe yeah, indeed. inform well, you of. Well, for a start, planes 
I'm pretty damn sure. I mean, I wasn't there, but uh, there were definitely planes going into buildings. That's for sure. The yeah. bit that essentially really perplexes me is just the nature of how the buildings fell. Okay. Why on earth would buildings of that immense size collapse yep. in such a way? Um, and then there's the uh, there's the building seven as well, um, which seemed wasn't a plane didn't hit that. They were un hit when the other buildings went down yes it also fell to the ground and it just it looks very much like a controlled demolition week when you compare controlled demolitions to the collapse of uh, the world trade center buildings um and eyewitness accounts that uh, many of which uh, basically claim that there were bombs going off within the world trade center in the basement specifically yeah. um of which I found a few. Okay. So yeah. Okay. Um, right. Let me respond to. I'm guessing you've watched. I'm guessing your this information that you've got. I don't, I don't want to make any assumptions. It's from watching basically the conspiracy documentaries. I they those uh, documentaries do wig me out. Um, they're they're always presented by a geezer that sort of looks a bit nerdy and uh, yeah. Like he's, no, but my point is. Like, have you researched this from any other channels, like independent scientists, other people, or has it generally been the sort of like mainstream loose change or whatever? Is there Fahrenheit 9-11? I can't remember, but there's the there's the popular sort of conspiracy theory documentaries that are put out there. Okay. And I'm assuming you've basically watched them and that's where your opinion comes from, right? Uh, yeah. Um, partially, I guess. Also... The actual just eyewitness testimonies, which there's there's plenty on YouTube. Um, yeah. You know, people that are covered in building dust and stuff that are distraught. Yeah. They've literally just escaped the building and they're, they're yeah. talking about all these explosions and so on. Okay. Um, also, uh, I was in a bar once and I got, well, he overheard me uh, basically um, joking around with uh, the idea of flat earth, which of course is absurd. And uh, he joined in. Um, had a nice chat with him and stuff and he's actually a mechanical engineer uh he'd yeah. been inside the world trade center and he said it was an yeah. incredibly designed building yada 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 and uh he kind of um, slightly reaffirmed some of my initial ideas that that looked like a controlled demolition which i thought was quite interesting because he okay sort of seems yeah. to know his stuff yeah okay but bear in mind you do get some scientists that are creationists so um yeah. One one person's anecdote that you've got to look at the whole body of science where it's a non-biased, non-biased objective. They don't they don't go into this and they don't think, right, I hate the government, I'm scared of the lizards. Like it is like they just go and they're like, right, we're gonna observe the evidence, we're gonna and assess these claims, and we're just gonna find out what's true and what isn't true. So should we go through a lot of the things you've said? Um so um I'm not sure which way to go. So you talked about explosions, okay. Um, which it's linked to two things. It's like it was there's particles left over, uh, thermite in the dust and the actual explosion itself. Um, when it's been investigated, the actual explosions were lifts falling down. There were lifts in the building and these were severed during the impact. And there's you've got when the firemen went in or certain people were going on stand, they said, yeah, I had a really big bang there and a bang there. And then I saw like fireballs going down uh, the lift chutes. Um, the, the the supports that were holding the lifts were severed. Um, so and that was, and he said the lifts. It was the lifts. Um, there was the other thing with the explosives that 
apparently, I'm trying to remember this correctly, what you would expect from a chemical engineer to find in the sort of like aftermath of thermate, thermite, it doesn't correlate with explosives. Um, so those explosives, you've got explosives and you've got explosions, yeah? So yeah. when you hear a loud bang, yeah, that's an explosion or a bang, but it's not like from sort of an explosive chemicals. Um, and when the building was falling, yeah, naturally you're going to get loud noises. You're going to get windows that pop out, but yeah, there was yeah. no, there was no evidence. And there were there, were, there is actually scientific. There were some independent scientists who were conspiracy theorists that said, "Oh, look, it's thermite, thermite." But an overwhelming amount of people have investigated, it and it's just not the case. And in fact, they've actually taken thermite, and you can put thermite, and they've done tests. It, thermite is what is on sprinklers. No, yeah. they're not sprinklers. Sorry, spark uh, sparklers. Yeah. Yeah, it's not. Yeah. So that's all been refuted. Um, now, the actual design of the building, um, the building was well designed, but it was designed for impact of a certain type of plane. And basically, the plane that it was designed for impact is a lot smaller with a lot less weight, a lot less fuel than what actually hit it. So although it was structurally designed, it wasn't designed for an impact of this extent. Yeah, and um, um, I'd just like to say as well that one person uh, was actually saying that one of the explosions happened in the basement before a plane hit at all. Um, there was an explosion. He was one of the people that used to work in the World Trade Center and yeah. that he was doing his general rounds in the basement area and he heard an explosion beneath yeah. his feet uh, before yeah. Yeah. any of the planes had hit, which seems a little bit peculiar to me. Well, okay, so let's go. Let's go. If you look at the videos, yeah, and if you look at a... There's loads of anecdotes. If you look at the videos, and particularly the conspiracy ones, they only show you certain views of how the building falls. And they're like, yeah, oh, yeah. It's, it's, it's a free fall, it's a controlled demolition. But if you actually know what you're talking about or you've researched it, it's not. Um, when the building falls, if it's a controlled demolition, the building falls into its footprint and the explosion's all at the bottom. If you actually look at it and you look for the right thing, you can see that as it's falling, the top, is actually falling into the road below. It's kind of like falling into it, do, 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 instead of the whole yeah. thing just falling down. Um, you have to actually look at other video footage, which is actually emitted from the conspiracy videos, and you can actually see that it's not falling at, free, at, at uh, what's it called, free fall speed, because you can actually see debris that's actually falling down a lot faster. So this whole thing about free fall is complete bullshit. You can even see parts of the building actually still there after it's fallen down that wouldn't be there if it was blown up from the bottom. You can see, if you actually look at it, if you study the way the building was built, it's got like um, beams going down, steel beams, I think, and then it's like yeah. a gap in the middle. And when the plane hit it and the fire spread, the trusses were weakened. They weren't like destroyed, but it's got metal has like tensile, all sorts of strengths to it, and the heat weakened that. And when you've got like the support being these the, the, the sort of like horizontal supports the steel beams being broken then you've got the trusses going it's and then you've got the weight the original structure of the building is now off balance and with the heat and eventually you can actually see it bowing and it's not at the bottom you can see it where the and you have to look at the right videos and then it will just falls and it falls the top is going into the bottom um, you can also see this on another video about w trade center seven which people say is the smoking gun um, but it's not. It's again the fires. I mean, spread, and I mean there were other. The fires spread, and the same thing happened. And you can see a video of the penthouse at the top 
falling in first and the rest of the building is still intact and then it knocks it down. Um, and I think the, the, the sprinkler system was destroyed. Um, but these things are actually obvious. Like you can actually see them. Um, I, uh, for, a, for a single plane, I mean, how many stories was the World Trade Center? Fucking massive, basically. For a plane to literally raise that completely and utterly to the ground, I still find... But it didn't. It didn't. It, it was hit various times. It wasn't the plane. The, the building didn't just drop. It was hit by a plane, and a lot of people were immediately evacuated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then basically, what happened is up there, and you've got like the fuel in the plane, like that's burning. There's fires in there, which are gradually weakening the structure. At that point, it's not, the rest of the building's intact, but at that point, it's supporting it, and suddenly it's compromised, and it's bending and it's bending, and then it poof, and then the top drops into the bottom, and then and it's you can see it happening and you, you can see all this and you can see it's not a controlled demolition and in fact controlled demolitions aren't symmetrical anyway like you can if you sort of like turn the camera around and they can just show you the back of the building yeah then you can sort of like edit it to make it look like a controlled demolition but if you get other views from it you can see how the buildings and it becomes really obvious that at the points where the planes hit it was weakened and you can see it and there's if you zoom in you can see it bowing you can see the building going bang, and it pops, and it's, the top falls into the bottom. And even on the, on the wreckage afterwards, you can see part of the struts and the building still sticking up, really high up. So if it was exposed from the bottom, you wouldn't see that. Um, and just even the whole thing about organising, like putting the government, cleaning their own people, like people can't keep secrets, mate. Like the amount of people that would have to keep this secret, human beings just blab, someone <laughs> would have to blab. This is and, true, this is true. Um, so, yeah, I mean, uh, there's some, uh, there's some other stuff I've got, yeah, I've said that, I think I've kind of gone over a lot of stuff already, um, because there was also as well, like apparently a missile that hit the Pentagon, um, which it claims in these documentaries, but if you just look elsewhere, there's loads of like photographic evidence of parts of a plane, um, which you don't see in these documentaries. It's, they're, they're misleading. This is yeah, the whole thing. Yeah, it's, conf like... it's confirmation bias. And I'm aware of these uh, documentaries that uh, they've they've got a kind of uh, message they're trying to get out there, um, and they're they're suspicious. They have the dramatic music, and they yeah, like to yeah, speak yeah. in low voices. Oh, the terror! And it, yeah, I get you. Um, it's more the the um, the yeah the eyewitness testimonies as well. I've heard some. Maybe we can post some links in the description for this podcast because. I think they are interesting listening, but they are, I mean, they're explosions that they're being hurled across the room. Um, Eyewitness I, 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 I testimony is the lowest form of evidence in a court case, you know, anywhere you go, like anecdotal evidence. Because people hear things, people have interpretations, people make mistakes. Oh, what was that? It was a ghost. No, it's so, yeah, I'm sure that, I mean, there were a lot of people that were, supporting the official story saying yeah, this is what happened but then you've got like one person that said one thing and it's like okay they've said that um but you you have to look at the overwhelming evidence you're never going to get like a bulletproof you have to look at all the things there and the fact that it was a controlled demolition just wasn't the case that's just so that's just factually true i mean i'm not saying there isn't some sort of conspiracy i haven't said that and i haven't said i haven't at this stage said the government weren't involved in it 
Um, but those documentaries are massively misleading. They're yeah, lying. Yeah, but they're, I'm not, I'm not taking them. It's, okay. I guess I'm basing it purely on the eyewitness testimony, which, okay, is shaky, especially in a fucking ridiculous situation like that where you're going to be absolutely terrified. You're going to look back on it. You could you fabricate all kinds of ideas for yourself. That what, kind so, of thing So one person happen. has heard a bat. One person claims to have heard a bang in the basement. There was, there's several, there's several, there's firefighters as well, that when they're going in, there's, yeah. um, they were uh, talking about um, machine gun type sounds like digger, 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 digger. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. So Again, one, the, sounds very thermite-y. Yeah, yeah, but the, the firefighters weren't waiting outside. They went there after it had been hit. You oh, don't yeah. Have like yeah, a, yeah. yeah, so that is because the, that, that sound that you're talking about is the, is the, the lifts. It's the lifts coming down. They've looked into that. That's what it was. And the thing is, it's not thermite because if it was firstly, thermite isn't powerful enough to do that. And you can watch videos online of people using thermite and showing you what it does. Well, that's um, how it cut, that's how they cut through steel on um, uh, on controlled demolitions, isn't it? They wrap um, thermite round steel pillars and it cuts through it almost like a, a, a severs it like a blade, and you, you have it at an angle. That's like thermate. Very, I think that's um, thermate. Okay. Oh, mate. <laughs> it's, a, it's, it's, a it's a different chemical, but and again, this is sort of like delving into the science, which isn't all fresh in my mind, but. You would expect if you have a chemical reaction afterwards, you expect like what's it called? Um, the product, the product compound. And when you study what was left over in the residue, it's not how you'd expect it to be. Yeah, I mean, who did the studies though, right? There's I mean, loads of independent scientists have done them. Loads okay. of people, loads of people have done them. Independently um, of um, people that have gone there. It's not rocket science. It's people that have gone there and tested it. All sorts of different types of people. Um, and it's just a case of, it's not like there's a big argument. It's like, this happened. The conspiracy theories created their movies and said, this is what happened, got that into the media. And then people have come along and said, majority amount of people, you're, gonna get, you're always going to get small, like, minute that say, no, it's true. Like, you get the people that say the world is flat or the people that say uh, creation is real. But the respectable scientists have come along. And obviously, if it's true, they want to know. Like, because it's messed up and they've looked into it and said, well, no, that's bollocks. That's bollocks. They don't then say, oh, it wasn't a conspiracy. They're just saying those claims are bollocks. It's just not true. Um, the thing for me, out of all of the evidence, which is strange, is the fact that these planes were intercepted um, earlier on. And apparently they have like training days where they're like simulating these sort of attacks anyway. And they're quite common anyway with their air force. Um, that to me is... The really dodgy bit because you've got these people in these um well viewing all their sort of like monitoring the airwaves what's going on in the sky and they can see a plane's going in a rogue direction they could have quite easily had some fighter jets straight up there uh, but they didn't that to me is the suspicious thing uh, yeah well, i mean that's a good point i mean as you're kind NORAD, of that's what it's willing called, NORAD. what's norad sorry um norad is i can't remember what it stands for but it's their air force i believe Okay. Um, what, yeah. Like so quick, that, quick response team sort of thing. Yeah. It was just, it, if anything was fishy to me, um, which I didn't sort of like refresh myself on today, but I remember that was the thing that was um, suspicious, but they said it was a, um, there was some confusion in the way they were talking to each other and they just made a mistake. That's a bit suspicious. Um, yeah. T two planes worth of mistake. <laughs> well, no, there was three. There was more than that because there was a 
there's one that went to the Pentagon as well, right? Yeah, but there was one that crashed as well. I think there was four. There was two that hit the buildings. There was one that hit the Pentagon, and there was another one that was found um, that crashed in like the forest somewhere, and they found all the bodies on it. Um, well, they could identify parts of people's bodies. Yeah, um, indeed. So, I mean, I guess for me, like, I'm not like... I don't mean to sound harsh here, like insensitive to the victims of it, but I don't have a preference either way to whether it was true or not. I don't have a bias. It's not like I want it not to be true because I'm scared. If it was a conspiracy, it doesn't particularly scare me. So it's not like I have some bias to prove that it's to myself that it's not true. I just basically, because I did, I just look at all the evidence and then just come come to a conclusion myself, really. Yeah, no, I mean, that's that's fair dues. I, I suppose the thing that just always perplexed me, which to some degree you've uh, alleviated how com- uh, confused I was, <laughs> uh, was the, the nature in which the building fell and how sort of out of sorts that seemed, given it was it's such a massive building and, and a, a plane, you know, which kind of was dwarfed in size. Um, I mean, I can, I can send you some links after this, actually, just to confirm it. Yeah, I think um, if we can put them in the uh, the description on iTunes yeah, at least. Yeah, but it, it's just it, it's just literally a case of the building wasn't designed for a plane of that kinetic energy to hit it. It did. It damaged the building, affected its structure, it weakened it, and eventually it just fell. And the ba- the yeah. bangs were lifts falling. Um, I mean, whether but whether the government a second. whether the government so sorry, come on. I was just going to say, just as you mentioned about the bangs with the lifts falling, so these were explosions that people experienced. They were literally flown through, uh, flung in the air, and the, the people were, you know, killed in front of them and stuff. And uh, ceilings fell in and covered in dust. Blah blah blah. They hit the ground. So they were they were proper explosions. Now, why would a lift explode when it falls down well, like its lift well, its lift shaft? Wouldn't it, it just sort of hit the bottom and and you make a fucking loud bang indeed, but it would just be demolished at the bottom of its lift shaft, surely. It wouldn't actually have to explode on impact. Well, it was... I can't remember all the technicalities of it, but you've got, like, fire... You've got, like, the fuel everywhere, fires. It severed the cable that's holding it. This is, like... A lift's quite heavy. It's, like, massively accelerating down to earth. It's going to hit the bottom. It might be covered in... And it's just going to bang, and everything's going to shatter. Um, that's so it's not an explosion still is it well it depends what you mean by an explosion if you're talking about were there explosives that's what I was trying to sort of like uh, you know if a car drives into a building and it's a big bang you know what do you mean an expo- I mean you're talking about were there actually explosives there um, yeah like, you're, you're, in talking ad- about in addition, you're talking about specifically someone has gone in and no one has noticed them, no one is aware, and they've planted all these explosives throughout the building without anyone noticing. And there's a lot of people that are in this building and it's been triggered. Um, you can believe that, but if you look at the evidence, the way it fell, it completely matches that description that I've given you. Now, that doesn't mean that there isn't a conspiracy. I mean, the government, I don't actually believe this, but it could be true that the government knew it was going to happen or they had some intel and they were like, right, let's let this happen. Um, let's allow these terrorists to do this thing. And maybe that's why NORAD made them. I don't know. That, that That's kind of plausible based on the evidence. But the, the, the evidence for 
the explosives just isn't there. There isn't the the chemical in the rubble afterwards. You would expect to see certain compounds, and it's just not there. Um, and like for instance, when things do fall, yeah, buildings, but like you get pressure drops. Um, you've got like random bits of metal falling down. Yeah, there are going to be sort of like loud bangs, and there are going to be impacts that are going to throw people around as the building is like breaking down. Um, you know, and stuff happening. Um, but there's no. Yeah, I don't know. Anyway, that's just that's just what I think. Anyway, I mean, the thing is, there's a lot of there's like decades of research into like the mentality of people about believing conspiracy theories. Um, yeah. And there's a lot of the thing is, we live in an uncertain world where unpredictable things happen. And that for a lot of people is scary. And whether they have a it's like what we talked about religion and how it gives you like an objective explanation for something. And if yeah. it, it, and how it brings contentment, and if you can, you know, it's linked with confirmation bias. If you can say, "Yeah, I know why this happened. This happened because this." It it is on a level or comforting that actually think these, these things do happen. There's always the the whole thing of the, the one percenters, as they're now sort of labelled, and uh, that some people have kind of got it better than us. So we like to explain that away, and it's like they're making it like this, guys kind of thing um i guess we find comfort in banding together in our little conspiracy groups and kind of um you find you know. as well a lot of people that are conspiracy theorists they are unhappy with their lives they feel yes that's kind of what i'm saying lack of control they want to blame someone for that or they want to blame authority and they want to externalize stuff they feel powerless just all these sort of things i mean a lot of the people i know have been conspiracy theorists have, when you actually look at them personally, they're unhappy with their lives. They might still be living with mum and dad and they're like a keyboard warrior or they can't, you know, they, and I think they like to have this like hatred towards the man or the people in control. Uh, yeah, even, right. Even if the people in control wanted to do this, they've done it in a really shit way. I mean, the fact that it was just so messy and it wasn't even the driving force of going into the Middle East, I don't think. Um, it just, if, I can completely understand, okay, that the government might want to create a false flag campaign to do something, but this is just so messy and there's thousands of people that had to be involved and it's just, I don't know, it's just, um, yeah, I think for me the, the it just makes more sense. It's just not neat enough. It's Yeah, no, I see what you're saying. I mean... Yeah. Why four planes? I mean, why did the, I mean why would they have to blow the building up? Like, what a plane literally going into a building would have been enough, like to get people hostile against it. And then there was another plane that crashed, and then there was apparently a missile with the Pentagon, but actually they found all the plane parts. Like it was, there's this thing called Occam's Razor, which is like a way of seeing things that when you look at the evidence, the theory that covers most of the evidence is and the most easy to explain is usually the best theory. Um, do, do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's very tempting to read into things and be a little bit paranoid and think, you know, this is happening and that's happening. I mean, I don't know. It could be a conspiracy. It could, it could, but for me, it just, yeah, I don't know. Um, you think it's a little far fetched? I mean, again, I've got no kind of uh, persuasion either way. Um, I think it's just, it just, yeah, as I said earlier, it kind of just confused me how that building. It looked, I mean, when you, 
I'm not an engineer, okay? So when I'm looking as a non-engineer at controlled yeah. demolitions and then yeah. seeing how that went down, it seemed super neat. I mean, I, I would imagine if a building was to uh, go down, um, I, I, I don't know, it just, as well, it just seemed weird that a, a small plane to a, such a huge, huge building would, would mm. create that to happen. But I mean, I suppose we're dealing with exceptionally high heat uh, with the, the fuel. I know that uh, jet fuel is like, um, it burns hotter, doesn't it, and stuff? Well, the thing is, like, as you said, you're not an engineer and you're basically first viewing something and your source of information is a, a conspiracy theorist who is cherry picking uh, video angles to suit his narrative that he wants to spread into the people. Um, and the facts are, when you view all the other video footage, it wasn't a neat freefall. It, it, you can see the top of it imploding at the point where the planes hit it. And you can see um, scientific simulations showing a 3D rendering of the image and the temperatures and what happened inside and how that correlates to what you actually saw from all the different video footage. Um, it wasn't a neat fall. It was just you've watched one video angle. Yeah, no, I'm admit, not necessarily basing it on those videos though again it's, it's the eyewitnesses that i was more persuaded by that they were saying that they they witnessed explosions and and so on um that was more kind of what led my uh, intrigue and sort of yeah. um, well, there were explosions there were loud bangs there were impacts of course you know there's going to be stuff flying everywhere there's fires there's there's matter hitting other matter um but People's and you can go, you can go to places in South America, and you can get groups of people saying they've been abducted by aliens. Like a, a, a one person's anecdote under intense fear, pressure, panic, you've got to take it with a pinch of salt, and you've got to prioritise where you get what sort of information are you going to use as most valid. Um, people running around panicking, thinking they're hearing stuff, which they probably do, but they don't really know what it is, or actually scientifically proved stuff. Um, I think if you kind of, I'll show you some videos, if you could see actually, and not just take my word for it, like evidence for explaining how the building did fall, you probably would um, sort of like, I mean, there, there, there are other things which are a bit weird. They found like the passport of one of the terrorists in the rubble and it was completely sort of like undamaged. And there's people <laughs> like, oh, it was planted there. It could have done, who knows, but it might've been planted there. You don't know, this is the thing. But this is what I'm not saying it's not a conspiracy. I'm just saying the reasons that we've covered, a lot of them are not true. Uh, yeah, I just, think, I just think if they were going to do it, which I don't think they're smart enough to do, um, I don't think the US government under Bush was enough to pull off such a big thing like this. But if they wanted to do something like that, they would do it in such a simpler way. You know, like we, we went into Iraq because of weapons of mass destruction. People supported that. And then at the end of the day, they weren't there and Tony Blair had to apologise. To blow up, to kill and blow up your own people um is i don't know fucking crazy it, it is yeah and to get the support of that and there must have been people that known that didn't approve of it and it's just but then I mean, there's, again there's, there's, there's also people at, I'm just going to say look at how they treat their veterans i don't really think they care about their people much to be yeah. there i just think it's probability isn't it and i think there's a you know i mean there was a thing as well about the bbc there was a thing on the bbc where a reporter was like after the planes had hit, before the towers had fallen, uh, I think one of the reporters made a mistake and said, oh, the tower's just fallen. And it hadn't actually fallen yet. 
and a lot of conspiracy theories like CC, they, they were like the media were in on it as well. Another completely separate organization with lots of people were in on it. Yeah, yeah. But like, why would they need to do that to the media? It's like they've already like the media made a mistake. Like people make mistakes. That's a such more like plausible explanation. It's like, why would they if they've orchestrated all of this, they don't need to tell the media beforehand. Oh, by the way, you know, this is going to fall. They're not going to tell them because they've already done the damage. They've already done it. It's going to be obvious. You don't need to. Do you see what I mean? Yeah. You wouldn't yeah. need to tell. You wouldn't need. You wouldn't need to unnecessarily involve the media in it because it, it's been happened. They're going to pick up on it. You're going to see it fall. If it like so, it's just messy. Like, and why did they put that out? I don't know. It's just um, random things happen. People are stupid. We we live on a planet where religion brainwashes people to do crazy things, and um, you know the West are intimidating. There's a lot of stuff that's happened. I'm not saying that it's justified, but there's a lot of animosity from, you know, jihadists and the extreme Muslims in the Middle East. Um, yeah, and they're, they're martyrs. They're martyrs. They, this is to them. They're going to heaven. So, And you've even, you can even got records of people on the plane, like during the phone call saying there's people taking over, there's doing it. It's a lot to, to orchestrate just for that when it's just not necessary. It's, um, yeah, that's what, anyway. Yeah, yeah, indeed. I mean, um, I get what you're saying. So the building theory in terms of how it fall has fallen is uh, essentially explainable. It's been kind of analysed. It's been yes. looked at from all different angles. And that's that's all good in the hood. So Pretty that much, is yeah. one conspiracy theory we can put in the bin, I think. Ha! So, but did you know, Ben, the Queen's a lizard? Really? Are you sure about that? No. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's all the David Icke stuff, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, and um, yeah. How how do you get to that? Because I mean, I watched a David Icke talk. Well, I got so far and then just had to leave. But um, I well, I wasn't there physically, but I watched it online. Um, and yeah. he talks some sense. He traces back uh, kind of corporate structures and he gets into some interesting stuff and he knows his things about certain government things and the Bilderberg group and the top one percent saying things ahead of his time and stuff and it's like oh, okay he's uh he's he's balls deep as it were into figuring out things and then he mentions that did you know that there's a, a race of lizards that also uh, occupy this planet along with humans and <laughs> by the way the queen's one of them and it's like oh oh okay well i guess um, I've, I've looked a lot into David Icke as well. Um, it was it's going to be a, a good few years ago, but I've watched probably a lot of his documentaries. I actually went and saw him live as well, uh, but I let we left because I couldn't handle it. It was in total. <laughs> it was I think it was at the O2 Arena. It was twelve hours long. O2 Arena. I think so. It was. Dude, in, I've seen bands there. <laughs> yeah, or it might have been Wembley. I can't remember. Oh. I think it was, I think it was. I can't remember. It was somewhere in London. So in this the, motherfucker's uh, selling tickets. Oh yeah, he's making loads of money. He sells loads of books. Like he sells, but no, he's got a following um, of conspiracy theorists. But it was like twelve hours, and he wasn't really saying anything that I hadn't heard before. It was more or less regurgitating the same stuff. And we left after a few hours just because, like, we've been there for the length of like a movie, and I was just like, do you know what? Screw this, man. Because my girlfriend wasn't really into it. Um, I, if she was, and also I was just like, yeah, I've seen this all before, and it was just draining. You've got, you've got to realise with David Icke, I think, you know, he was on Terry Rogan, he was claiming to be Jesus. I mean, when someone starts doing that, you've got to question, can this person be trusted? And now I'm not saying, are they sincere? I actually believe David Icke is sincere. 
Yes. If, if yeah. I, I think he genuinely believes what he said, and I think that it's probably not hard to understand why he believes that. Uh, but basically, I think what he's done is it's a bit of a paranoid mentality. He might have had a bit of a breakdown at some stage, but he's basically taken all these bits of random information and stitched them all together to create this theory. And I think he's basically dotting the I's and crossing the T's in areas where they shouldn't match. So, yes, you know, he's basically noticed that, oh, a majority of the wealth is in the 1%. Yes, he's noticed somewhere else that some conspiracies happen. Um yeah, but uh, and then maybe he's gone to Africa and talked to a shaman that said that um, he's seen lizards while he was smoking. And um, but he's then just <laughs> he's, he's then just kind of like, like um, bolted it all together and made some sort of like. I mean, there's a lot of stuff he says which is completely nonsense. Um, uh, it, it's just um, yeah. I mean, the nuts and bolts conspiracies is what they call it, which is more to do with the sort of like stuff on Earth, like nine eleven. Um, the, the, why is weed illegal? Stuff like that. That's more the nuts and bolts. But then the sort of like off Earth is the bit far fetched stuff. Um, yeah, it's pretty crazy, really. It's interesting theories, though. The alien stuff. He, I mean, the, the, these reptilians right. are essentially interdimensional, um, which is something that we are not kind of like under, we don't understand yet. And basically, they feed off our energy. Um, and uh, basically, Earth is a beautiful place in the, but it's it's we are being fought over by opposing forces. So you've got some benevolent aliens, you've got some bad aliens, and they're fighting. And Earth is almost like a power power system. And it's if Earth was complete, they want us to be in fear. And if they're in fear, which is all to do with the new world order, the paedophile gangs, all this sort of like trying to create wars and create humanity to be unhappy, then we are giving out this negative energy, which is what they feed off. Right, so that, that, that's, my, that's my memory of what it was basically all about. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it starts to sound all, almost a little bit like the, uh, the Gnostic belief of things, uh, Gnostic Christians, an early Christian sect. Um, yeah. Now, they that it wasn't aliens for them or anything like that, but it was um, uh, basically that uh, there were demons and angels and all this kind of jibber-jabber and that this kind of same, uh, not war, but uh, this this power dynamic struggle between angels and demons was going on. And um, if we gave way to things like fear and uh, opposing each other and burning people at the stake for structure and things like that, that was... Um, all work of the demons and the head demon was called the demiurge and now they used to kind of purport that the uh, the pope was in fact an agent of the demiurge so obviously the catholics of the time didn't take too kindly to that and they pretty much completely fucked them over and the gnostics went they're all they're all dead now we only know all this stuff about them because they actually hid their texts um in a uh, in an area of egypt um they're called the nag hammadi uh, texts, um, right. dead, or better known as the Dead Sea Scrolls. Yeah. Um, and so they, all their belief system and stuff, uh, yeah, was uh, was written down there. But I find that quite interesting. Uh, David Icke's lizard dudes uh, sounds like a kind of similar people. So if the lizard dudes are the bad ones, who are the good ones? Are they like moles or something? Something um, cuddly and cute. I can't. I can't remember who the good ones are. Again, it's been a, a quite a few years. But yeah, I mean, these stories. It's just a modern version of rehash stories. I mean, you, they even talk about the jinn, which is from like Islamic uh, demons. There's. I think it's. 
there's common themes in like history and humanity about creating these sort of like supernatural stories about I mean because essentially there's truth to it in the sense of don't give in to fear love is the answer I mean I know it's a cliche but you know if you want to really simplify it that is really what happiness is all about isn't it not being scared not being fearful living in the moment loving and I suppose there are what he's saying about there's elements of truth to it isn't it really the sort of like well in it, it's like what so you're sort of saying that it's it's like a coded message if you like it's like a a myth it's um uh wrapped up in myth and uh story to make it kind of impactful and interesting and stuff again like a lot of religions it sort of sound starts to sound like a faith uh, well there is like, there is like yeah there, there is some truth to it in the sense of you know we do have a problem of fear and greed in uh, humans are flawed and if we can stray more towards trust and love then uh, and away from fear and greed and all that sort of stuff, then that would be a positive change for the well-being of people on Earth, maybe. Um, but, yeah, he... Um, I mean, David, like, no doubt, done loads of research, but, I mean... Um, he's just stitching it all together. <laughs> it, all, all of it at once. Well, some stuff he's... Um, some stuff he says where he, like, mocks people that goes to the gym. He's like, oh, what are you standing on a treadmill for? Uh, mocking them. Um, and just mock society almost like he's got a bit of a hatred for modern society and it's like well if someone wants to go on a treadmill that's up to them um i think um it's just not it's not very scientific the way he approaches things yeah um and you know anyone's going on to terry wogan saying that they're they're jesus it has to be taken with a pinch of salt well that that i mean immediately is a bit of an alarm bell isn't it i mean it is, and I mean, even if he's... I mean, it's funny because there's this whole thing about Christ consciousness, um, uh, which, it was weird. I was doing ketamine once at a festival, and I thought I was Jesus. Um, I was convinced I was Jesus, but I wasn't actually the Jesus from the Bible. I was... I, I had a cha- I had attained that level of enlightenment, of, oh, okay. Christ, of Christ consciousness, so it wasn't I was Jesus. And then that made, made me start to think... Maybe they're talking about it from a different way. It's almost like, or you get the Buddhas or these people that come to this level. And I was, I was obviously under the influence, um, but I felt like my purpose was to sort of like lead the sheep, lead the flock, look after my brothers and sisters. And it, it, it was completely bizarre. Um, but maybe he had a bit of a, a an episode mentally, and he's sort of like, because a lot of people do have these things, and they kind of. Um, yeah, it's um, it's a common theme actually with episodes, isn't it? To feel enlightened and like you're being talked talked to, but um, talked to by God, and that you're His messenger, and you need to cleanse the world and things like that. That's something that is a recurring theme. Prophets, uh, yeah. I mean, well, yeah. That, that, look, look at Jesus, look at Muhammad, look at like um, Joseph Smith. It's just hang on a minute, hang on a minute. Are you saying that uh, the prophets were basically having a psychotic break? <laughs> I don't know, mate, if they existed, but it certainly makes... Wouldn't that be intriguing, an intriguing line of inquiry? Well, the thing is, even if you were to compare the two theories, you had, oh, he was actually in touch with God, or he was basically mental. Like, which one is easier to believe? He was mental. Like, you get people that are very manipulative. That well, go in the modern world, that's easier to believe, I suppose. Back in the day, it would have been very easy to... Uh, if he was speaking some truth at the same time and uh, having a very gentle manner and convincing charisma... Uh, it would be very easy to also say, "Oh, he's he's clearly touched by God," um, but then again, who yeah, would that's say? Ign- yeah, that's, ign- that's ignorance at the time. That's scientific ignorance. We now know, like there are mass- loads of examples of cults of people yeah. that follow people that believe them, that they brainwash. Look at look at the power of um, 
uh, Manson, Charles Manson, of what he convinced people, like, yeah. what they call sycophants or people that, like, humans want to be led. There's people that want to control people. Um, there's lots of people from all different religions that have claimed to do this, and they can't all be right. So it's clearly obvious that this does happen. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, maybe people have a little bit of episodes. You know, David, I maybe thinks he's generally onto something. I mean, this is the whole thing about the sort of... Um, uh, the psychology of um, believing that you have this access to information that it was withheld from you, believing you've sort of like unraveled a secret, believing that you have an objective understanding which brings contentment, which is sort of like a similar sort of religious um, way of thinking. And it brings, because the world is a very random, unpredictable place. Um, there is no certainty, death is scary, we don't understand why we're here, what's the point of everything. And if you can get a little bit closer to answering those questions, it does bring uh, contentment. And I think, yeah. Uh, indeed, and then to form a group, I suppose, by where you espouse these ideas and uh, you can bring people in and then you feel like you're uh, awakening people yourself. Yeah, you're spreading the word, you're evangelizing, you generally think you're doing good, you're sincere, you know, you've got you've the Jehovah's Witnesses thinking they've got access to that and they're going around knocking on people's doors. Yeah. Um, that's why points for converting people don't you or you're um, uh, I don't know how it works like you get a sticker or something a little, a little Hours, star yeah. in your book <laughs> well they believe the bible says it's 144,000 will get into heaven the rest will be left on earth 144,000 so. per person Jesus that's a tall mm -hmm. offer no 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 no, no not 144,000 per person but there are 144 if that number's correct oh slots 144,000 total amount of people that can get into heaven all oh, right. So they're so they're all doing all this work, evangelizing off the people's doors because they want to be in that 144, and it's but it's done by work. So whoever's like clocked up the most hours of evangelizing gets in, apparently. Um, but um, yeah, I mean, um, yeah, David Icke, though he's definitely sincere, but it's all. I mean, the alien stuff's completely barking mad. Um, but I've. Um, um, we talked about religion before, about my brief experience of believing in religion and feeling the benefits from it, um, almost like indulging in it, like experiment, experimenting with drugs. But I kind of believed it. And then um, I've indulged in conspiracies as well and believed it. That wasn't terrifying, really. It was quite scary. Um, yeah, I suppose that does kind of uh, surely support the fear side of things rather than um, the love and compassion, right? Well, I remember when I was, I was coming back from Thailand, I lived there for about a year, and my friend Harvey sent me a video, it was an Alex Jones video, I can't remember what it was called, Endgame or something, and it was my first introduction to conspiracies, and again, I wasn't very sceptical, and I kind of just thought, and then the way it was presented as well, these, if you don't have access to all the other information, which is the same with 9-11, you're just, you're just presented this uh, conspiracy doc documentary, it's very, over, very convincing, um, and yeah, I could just feel this wave of fear go over me. I was convinced the world was going to end soon. There was going to be a crash. It was going to be like um, chaos in the streets, fighting. I kind of bought, I, went, I started prepping, become a prepper, like buying all this water, buying all this tin stuff because I was convinced. And I was looking into like moving off grid and uh, like detaching from society because I was convinced it was all going to collapse and there were all these hideous conspiracies going on. Yeah, it was quite scary. Um, it's weird what they can do to the mind, you know. Like yeah, I mean, it's things. it's interesting. Like you're saying that just uh, a conspiracy theory documentary, um, they can be very misleading or very leading. Um, I mean, if there is a conspiracy, I'm just throwing ideas out there at the minute. But um, it, how easy would it be to manipulate 
the the general public via a uh, a reputable institution by let's say the BBC News. Yeah. They know exactly how to fucking do it. That's that's a, a huge corporation. Now I'm not saying that they're obviously um, that they're full of shit and and they're lying to us constantly and stuff, but. It depends on what you mean. What do you mean? Like what, what? What? I mean, this is one one company. Yeah, okay, it's one of the leading companies, but it's one company. Are you saying they're going to put out uh, media spins on certain stories to to what? How easy would it be for them to do that? I mean, to if, do, well, to do what if, though? To do what? To, to steer you in the direction that they wish or that um, their puppet masters wish. I'm, I'm well, just I'm being sympathetic to the well, we know this uh, to the well, conspiracy theorists right now. Well, well, hold on a second. What you said was different from conspiracy theories. I mean, you said to steer them in the way of their thinking. I mean, all politic- political institutions do that. Right. Um, you know, you've got right wing, left wing stuff. I mean, everyone does have a bias and I think they're very open about it. I don't think there's any problem with that. But when you say steer a conspiracy, um, I don't I'm not sure what sort of conspiracy you're talking about. But I don't think it's as easily achievable as what you may be implying. But you need to sort of like tell me more specifically what sort of a conspiracy you're talking about and what they would do. Oh, I don't know. Um, I mean, we've obviously talked about 9-11 already, so I don't necessarily want to go over repeated ground, but um, uh, uh, I can't think of any others to kind of use it as an example. So I might just revert to that just through convenience. That's um, fine, yeah, that's fine. um, If, you know, they wanted to purport that it was the Taliban and um, uh, that's what their puppet masters want want them to say, yeah. it would be very, very easy to kind of have you believing everything just the same way as the conspiracy theorists, uh, their little documentaries also get you feeling com- completely believing what you're watching. So basically what I'm suggesting is that almost conspiracy theorists and their videos and stuff are maybe just offering a bit of balance. <laughs> no, <laughs> to, um... no, because a conspiracy theorist documentary is just one guy, a keyboard warrior, usually just at home, um, no scientific background. He's not part of a bigger institution. It's just him making a movie. Um, something like manipulating the whole BBC. It's a big corporation that's got so many people involved. So already you've got the problem of the amount of people that would have to keep their mouth shut. And people can't. People blab. I mean, even if you get a percentage of them, someone would say something. Like Things eventually get out. And then even if in the small chance that you were be able to manipulate the entire like a staff of the BBC to put out. You've then got other journalist corporations that would be like reporting on it uh, honestly anyway. So it's it's not as, when you say it's balanced, I definitely wouldn't say it's balanced. Um, I mean, yes, these big corporations do have, are owned by certain people with political agendas, but just the amount of companies there are, I mean, we're not in a, we don't live in a dictatorship. We do have, we do live in a, a, a capitalist society where there's a lot of competing companies. Um, you can't manipulate all of them. Um, no, that's true. Like, yeah, the the news uh, on Channel Four is also consistent, more or less. <laughs> Let's say. Yeah, I mean, um, again, I don't know who they say. There's a small group of people that own all the media companies. Um, I don't know if that's true. I haven't looked into it. But even just on a level, uh, this there's just so many different companies and there's so many people involved with it. Um, it would just seem like such a hard task to achieve that. Yeah, I guess. Now, I was just thinking when you were saying about hard tasks to conceal and stuff, you know what the kind of revelations that WikiLeaks has uh, uh, 
um, ended up getting out there and stuff, just about um, killing innocent civilians for one. Yeah. Now, obviously, it's war, and we kind of all just imagine that that takes place anyway. But the fact that they exposed it, and that they exposed essentially that people were just essentially not giving a fuck and just just going at it gung ho, uh, killing civilians in in the peripheral of going after a certain target and stuff. Now he exposed yeah. that, and now he's he's one of the most wanted men in the world. Yeah. And so he's um, he's. Well he, well, he didn't expose it, did he? he was, the document was sent to WikiLeaks. So this, is, this almost supports my point. This was an insider. Was it Bradley Manning? I can't remember. But this is like insiders within the corporation seeing that there's bad stuff going on and they're leaking it. And the WikiLeaks is just literally the platform where that information can be accessed. Yeah, right. So, yeah. so like, yeah, okay, it's true what you're saying about Julian Assange and stuff, but that was an insider um, who leaked it. So that's yeah, what I'm saying. I think it, like, it was Bradley Manning as well. Yeah, yeah. And he was then locked up for ages. Now he's out. I think he's had a sex change. Um, but yeah, it's hard to, it's hard to cover these things up when there's so many people involved in it. Um, yes, these things will happen. Don't get me wrong. I'm sure there's bad stuff that goes on within like the CIA and people maybe get knocked off. I can completely, you know, entertain that things. Um, but these sort of like mass scale conspiracies that are supposed to have this mass global impact. There's too many countries, there's too many politics, too many different people with opposing, there's too many power power fights and there's too many, there's too many people um, for it to have to, 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 to work, I think. I mean, look at the, um, look at Brexit, look at England. You know, people are like, oh, there's a new world order. They want to create a one world government and then they eventually want a one world currency and they want to put chips in us and control us and depopulate part of the planet so we can, all this sort of stuff. And then we've just had steps towards that. And then England said, no, fuck you, I'm leaving. Yeah, like, yeah. You want to control our country. So it's not, they don't, there is, even if these forces or there are these groups out there that do have these intentions, there's, there's, there's just too, there's too many people in the world and too many different institutions for it to be, to, for them to have the power that people think they do. The world's a chaotic place, mate, with loads of crazy shit going on. And that's the truth of it. Like, there's so much crazy shit going on. And it's so it's almost retarded to think that there's like 12 people sitting behind a table that are talking telepathically with lizards, trying to, <laughs> trying, to constru- trying to control the planet. The world's huge, mate. There's so many people. There's so much stuff going on. It's, um, it's chaotic and crazy. And I wonder uh, if these uh, people that do believe in the whole lizard thing are just actually like really into sci-fi and that just, just kind of aligns more with their preferences of how they wish the world to be. Do you know what? There is a common theme with conspiracy theorists. Um, yeah, there is the appreciation for the spiritual. Um, uh, usually they're not, they don't really have, they're not particularly happy with their lives. Um, when I went to date, a lot of them, are, I don't want to be disrespectful, but sort of like a bit, a lot of them are a bit sort of nerdy, geeky, um, probably not very socially uh, confident. Um, a lot of them maybe living at home with dad don't really have a great life. And it's almost a way of them projecting their problems onto, it explains why their life's shit. Yeah, oh, so someone's got because, to be to blame, right, other than themselves. Yeah, the, my, I'm suffering. I'm not happy with my life. I'm whatever. My life's not going the way it is, and I'm going to blame it on the system. This is why I can't get a job. This is why I'm still living at home with mum and dad. This is because the system's designed against me, and it's just an easy way. It's um, it's an opiate, for, you know, like religion is. It's another religion. Conspiracy theories are totally in the same category as religions, although um, – they're not like there's no profit and it's not about God and stuff, but it's the same sort of mentality. I believe anyway. Yeah. That's my opinion of it. Yeah, no, I totally agree. Um, they just don't have a church yet. Um, maybe there's going to be the flat earth church. 
that seems to be uh, <laughs> banding yeah. around on the internet. I just I can't understand that one. You know, not so long ago I flew to Barcelona. Yeah. Uh, well, I was I was sat in a plane going to Barcelona. I can't purport that I flew the plane, <laughs> but you get what I'm saying. Um, yeah. and you could see the fucking curvature of the Earth. It's like th- yeah. this. This bitch is not flat, guys. Well, like... they'll say their, their, their argument against that is it's the design of the window lens. The the, the glass, <laughs> the glass in the the windows is sort of like uh, curved in such a way to give the illusion of that. Well, I know, but I rested my that. hand on the fucking glass. You can see that it's flat. You can see. Yeah, I know. Got... Mate, I... you can go up. There's plenty of videos online of people going up. There's Steven, yeah, you know Steven from Jackass. He's gone straight up in like a Harrier. Um, Fight oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they've gone straight up, and you can see him looking down at it out the cockpit, and it's obviously curved. There's a satellite, which is, I think it's a Japanese satellite, which you can go online and it's got live photos, and it's so far away that you can get you can see the earth in one shot. Because a lot of the satellites are a lot closer and they have to stitch it together. But this one's so far out, it's like you can see the earth. Yeah. Um, you can even go onto live. I mean, there's a bit of a delay, but live camera, live um, camera feeds from like the International Space Station, or like you can see astronauts working and stuff, and you can see the Earth is fucking curved, mate. Yeah. Well, I mean, obviously, um, just the way the like, seasons work, the the, way, in in the, the just how it spins. Well, it's, yeah. GP, GPS systems. The GPS works based on satellites all around the Earth. It's like we move when we sail somewhere or like navigating system. It's all based on a round earth, all the geometry. It's like, um, yeah, these guys are crazy. Like they don't believe in gravity. So they don't think gravity exists. They think it's something electromagnet. They think basically the earth is flat. And this comes from, this comes from stories in the Bible. And there's like the edge of the earth is a, um, a sheet of ice. It goes all around like the Antarctic. Um, they believe... Yeah, like, and then you look up at the stars. I don't know. They've got they're they're, they're they're mad. They're completely crazy, man. Because um, I can't. The, the thing as well is that um, okay, government conspiracies and stuff and things uh, looking for essentially um, scapegoats because your life isn't in the order you'd like it to be. Yeah. I get all that. Like the 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 idea that there's someone behind the misery of the world and that we're being constricted and and restricted and stuff. I yeah. I, I get that. I don't see. Whether the Earth's flat or um, spherical, uh, what what's their sort of what's the reason? Yeah, I don't know. Thoughts? What's the thought uh, that, is... that people are actually putting all this time and effort and all these people talking to one another and the huge network of fucking scientists and governments and uh, technology builders and everything that would have to be in uh, constant communication to kind of keep this conspiracy going, to keep this thing going that the Earth's uh, a globe. I mean, I don't. I don't see what they're trying to sort of achieve. Uh, yeah, man, it's a weird one. Yeah, um, you're right. When you say, I mean, again, it's been a while since I looked into it. I'm trying to remember what they're sort of like, why they, what the point of it was, like what you're asking. And I think all I can remember was it was something about being powerless. It's like if we're just on a flat thing and it like, I don't know. I can't remember because it just doesn't make sense. It's like, what's the point? Why would you lie about and- it? Unless what you were saying earlier, you mentioned that it, it come, originally comes from the Bible, because, I mean, back then, when the Bible was, well, rewritten for however many times it's been rewritten, they did indeed yeah. believe the world was flat. Yeah. So is it, did it all kick start from, like, some super evangelist Christian dude or something that was just like, ah, oh, the Bible's the way? I don't know. I don't think so. I mean, I think it does play a part 
in their sort of like rationale behind, you know, the reasoning behind it, because it does say it in the Bible. Um, although, to be fair, on a smaller approximation, it is correct. I mean, if you were to go outside and measure a certain distance and then do all the maths, it would seem flat. Um, but, do you know what I mean? It's just on a huge scale, obviously, the Earth is round. Um, but I don't know. I don't know. It kind of, I don't know. I don't really understand why, because would it, be, it doesn't even matter either way, essentially. I mean, it doesn't change... There's no, I don't know. I've, I've forgotten. I know it was something that someone said in, a, in an interview. It's like, well, what would be the what would be the point to this? And he came up with some explanation, and it was something to do with controlling the people, making them feel powerless, making them feel. But I don't actually know how that actually worked. Um, but there's a lot of stuff online debunking it. It's funny. Yeah. It's crazy. It's crazy. It's a weird, it's a weird one. Unless it's just another team for people to sort of uh, be a part of. You know, we're the flat earthers. Yeah let's have a get together well yeah there is that as well it's being accepted as part of the group and <laughs> the, but then the thing is there is that they they do ask a lot of interesting questions and just through ignorance or they think there's big holes they think they've exposed big holes in stuff um but they haven't it's just ridiculous it's crazy the, the ones that crack me up as well because i'm a graphic designer and I, I have to draw diagrams and things like that often is yeah. the diagrams of the flat earth and how the sun goes around it or crosses over it and stuff that yes yeah. that's, that's funny you just look at it and you're like well that doesn't work how are the seasons going to happen yeah, yeah. Fuck and, off. and even the moving the moving of the sun and going around the planet and the shade and the sunrise and the sunset and yeah. looking up at the sky and seeing all the planets around they think that the, 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 they think that the um hang the on a minute moon, i just thought a really good way to just completely argue so if the earth's flat that yeah. means it should be daytime we, we'd all experience daytime at the same time well yeah that is one of the arguments yeah but it's, it's so it's further away so you, you'd always be able to sort of see the sun but it'd be like would it set yeah that's basically what that's one of the things and it's like also ask oh, i can't remember what i was going to say now uh, they believe that the moon is actually a light source. They don't think that it's reflecting the beams from the sun. Um, I'm just I'm just trying to remember all the things back from it now. Um, yeah, it's pretty crazy. It's pretty interesting. Um, I, yeah, I yeah. just yeah, it's madness. Yeah, it's an interesting exploration into the the, the mind of group behaviour. I suppose I, I don't know. Yeah, it's seductive. Well, no, it's it's, it's this thing about ha having access to secret information. And sort of like it's maybe it's exciting. Maybe it's like you feel awake. Yeah, uh, you got to awake. <laughs> you need to awaken the sheep, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, whatever. Cool. So on that note, call it a day. Uh, yeah, we can do. I think. Um, yeah, we've <laughs> well, we've we've had some fun with the idea of conspiracy theories. Um, because they are quite fun. I guess. I guess that's kind of their allure, isn't it? Well, it's, yeah, I mean, a lot of it is kind of merging science fiction with reality. And that's what's fun about it. Like, especially all this stuff about aliens and stuff. And it's like, there's some crazy theories online. And it's kind of, it's fun. It's exciting. It's like Star Wars is real, you know? Yeah, yeah. Oh, well, let's hope it is, shall we? <laughs> cool. I'll speak to you soon. Indeed. Take care, everybody. Bye. Bye. Bye.